This is the Smarts and Stripes Podcast. We cover every bump, every spot, and chat with all the talent around the world of wrestling. Here's your host, Bill Matz, former WWE referee Kevin Keenan, and Eric Golden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Smarts and Stripes. We are back with you today, and we are here to talk about all things All Elite Wrestling. We have to start with this just absolutely insane media tour, I guess, now that he's done both uh, Talk as Jericho and Wade Keller's podcast that uh, the former Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, has been on. And let's just first get to instructions. Of course, my name is Bill Matz. I am joined by former WWE official Kevin Keenan. You're going to have to change that shirt eventually. I was looking. He <laughs> only has one out last night. I didn't love it. So, you know. What's your pro wrestling tees already? Yeah, pro wrestling. Of course. This, yeah. gonna make, this guy's going to make a man. Oh, he's wanting, he wants 30 bucks for it. It's already in their top sellers. He's going to make He's going to make his downside on damn pro wrestling tees. In a month. <laughs> With people who've never seen him like as Mox. That's Fan- going to be the best fantastic. part. Fantastic. Good for him. And, of course, Eric the Turtel Golden. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> it's just what he is. He's always Turtle. just kind of here. I'm Turtle just kind of here. Turtle can't wait to talk about John Moxley. I know it. Uh, so we'll just, I guess we have to start with the Jericho podcast. He no, re- we have to start with how this guy in 30 seconds is a bigger star in the wrestling business than he was during any of his tenure in the WWE. That is, that's one of the, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the point. That is the main point here that I think it gets to everything else that he talks about in these podcasts and everything we talk about every week, Hal. There's no, it doesn't seem like there's a there's a way for a star to become that big, that next big, like, can anyone, do you see a way for someone to become the next John Cena? Like, to even that level. Not even Stone Cold where everybody, there, but just John there, Cena, a guy who people recognize. There's a path, but it's, a, it's, unfortunately, it's not up to the individual. Exactly. It's not up to the individual. There's no, it's something Moxley talks about a lot more in the, uh, in the Wade Keller interview. It's that, like, you know... I just want to go out and say what I want to say, and then they hand me... He talks about his first in-ring promo, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, okay, yeah, they hand me a script, and I'm like, this is a suggestion. And after a 10-minute meeting, it's very obvious... It's not a suggestion uh, This anymore. is not a suggestion. Like Guys like Stone Cold, because he gets into that Stone Cold podcast he did that was a freaking disaster on the WWE Network, uh, and like Austin's just sitting there like... I don't know, pal. Go off script. He's like, yeah. And then my producer gets fired who has a mortgage and kids. Like, yeah, me, Dean Ambrose, I'm WWE champion. There's only so much they can do. But they're going to fire the guy whose job it was to tell me to stick to the script. And I don't want that. Like, it's just a different business. I forgot about that. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Oh, man. Yeah, it was. I was really hoping he would get into it with Jericho. And then it's like two hour plus uh, Wade Keller shows where they get into like your match with Brock at Mania. Why did that suck so bad? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, well Brock didn't show up until uh, like three thirty on Sunday, and we never rehearsed. And every idea I had, uh, he said, we don't need all that. <laughs> like he was like, he would literally. He was like, I would. I was gonna let Brock literally kill me in the ring. Like if he wanted to power bomb me through fire and thumbtacks, like, uh, like onto a spike, a, a strip of spikes, he could have done it. Right. He's like, we don't need all that. Like he just wanted to take every crazy bump, and Brock just wanted to do uh, as little as ten possible. suplexes. Suplex and- City, you get your hands on a weapon, make a comeback. F five. As little as possible, <laughs> making the most money, and it's just ridiculous. Let's talk about how smart by him. Moxley, though, we're being honest. No, it's not. Moxley says, I mean, it's yes, smart it because he gets paid the same either way. 
but yeah. in terms of being a and tall, they're going to bring him back yeah, and they're going to give him more title runs. It doesn't matter. It's if you're, <laughs> you're making the argument, Dean Ambrose doesn't care. No, I mean, no, look no, at that no, no, no. Yeah, Who said that? No, yeah. I just said. If somebody tells no, pe- you, people in the past wor- have made the argument Dean Ambrose doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Paul Heyman's publicly buried him. Austin's publicly buried him. But and, and, and you're gonna he, sit there and 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 fawn over Brock? Are you out of your mind? Nobody's fawning over Brock. But if I told you you could work for one hour a day and make the same exact money you do for four hours a day, you're gonna work one hour a day, correct? Yeah, I'm, on Monday Night Raw, I will. And the biggest <laughs> show of the year, WrestleMania, in front of a sold out crowd. I'm gonna go out and do a little more. Yeah, and well, I mean, he had the title defense this year and was like, I'm not going on last. That means I'm going off first and I'm going home. That I actually agree that, with. Good I mean, that's him. hilarious. I mean, that, that's a, that's just hilarious. That's a great call, actually. Yeah, uh, but, but, and actually, probably a better way to start the show. It really was. If you're going to do it that way, sure, why not? But let's get back to your point, Kevin, because I think it speaks to every other point. WWE has five hours of live network television every single week. They have a network that streams 24-7 mm-hmm. when they want. They have all these outlets, their social media, everything. Mm-hmm. With a 90-second video where he does not speak, and then an appearance on Chris Jericho's podcast, John Moxley, bigger star than Dean Ambrose. He was a bigger star than minute he showed up in AEW. Yeah, and just that moment yeah. that... Oh man, like you had to have a little bit of tw- it's different and the business is different. I like the iron. You had to have a little bit of Scott Hall twinge there. A little bit of yeah, but I, you don't know why I'm here. I like the irony in him coming through the crowd. Yeah. You know, just shield style, I guess. I like, you know, you're getting fresh matchups right away. You're going to get him in Jericho. You're going to get him in Omega. Ugh. I will it, say like and it's I, going it's Right away, you were intrigued. I was a big Dean Ambrose fan during his run in WWE. Chris Jericho, obviously an all-time great. Everybody loves Chris Jericho. How can you not? Their feud in WWE was not good. Their matches they both, were they terrible. Both said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to them like making up for it, but I'm not at like man. Those matches were bad. I was at that Extreme Rules up in Newark uh, where they had the Ambrose Asylum cage match. It was just like a steel cage with a mop bucket attached <laughs> to it, and like it was garbage. And there were like three great matches on that card. Mm-hmm. Those are the two best performers, other than like AJ Styles on the card. It was not one of them. I, I yeah, I just. Uh, Small side note, but yes, we are getting fresh stuff right away, and if nothing else, you're. Ex- I I am so excited for to, the buzz out coming out of Double or Nothing, and hearing what Ambrose Moxley, whatever you want to call him, has to say about how this company is going to be run and the creative freedom the boys are going to have. If nothing else, I'm excited to see maybe this is yet another revolution. There's pluses and minuses to that. The boys having the freedom that they want uh there has to be a ceiling somewhere and that's why you know aew has brought in experienced producers yeah. like on anderson and dean malenko uh billy gunn guys guys who have been there done that guys who have it, who have worked for the biggest company who played for the new york yankees yeah essentially. Uh, you need, if you're gonna run a two-hour live wrestling so, show you should take from people who have experienced running a two-hour live wrestling show right or so you're gonna be screwed so th- those guys are going to be the ceiling but as far as you know having to go storm vince's office every week to yeah. to get things changed or not be have the ability to write your own promo or have a hollywood Writing writer assistant give you a, a promo that speaks nothing to your character mm-hmm. or the story you're telling or anything like that. I don't think you'll see anything like that in AEW. This is where this is where the guys are going to have more freedom. They're going to have more freedom to uh, to write their own stuff, to speak their own promos in their own words, as well as have the freedom to not 
not necessarily have to run the whole match by an agent or a producer or anything like that, but not be confined to what they have to do. Yeah, and that's something uh, Ambrose spoke to about just like having to clear every little. He talked about like with his Brock match, Brock just turned down every idea. By the time they got to something he actually liked, they didn't have time to like set it up because it's WrestleMania. You have stunt coordinators and all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Like, so they just didn't have time to set it up and all this. But Turtle and I talked uh, off the air about Ambrose's character in WWE and how you just were never all that into it, especially post. Shield. Yeah, and listen, he's a talented guy. I'm not knocking his talent. I'm not knocking his effort or anything like that. But the crazy guy, weird guy, I'm going to do whatever I want kind of guy, to me is just an old, boring thing. And, and that's good for him if it works. He got to that in that... It, in having to read someone else's lines and do the prop comedy, as he called Correct. it. Like, he talks about his match with Brock. He's like, "I'm uh, this is a match with Brock freaking Lesnar. I'm not one of these guys who you think might beat Brock. I'm going to my death. I come out a week before Mania pulling a little red wagon because I'm the crazy weirdo. Like, and it's like, yes... They, he just was never allowed to get to that level, and it speaks to this creative process where the guys don't have control over it. And I said off the air, counterintuitive. When was wrestling at its best? When the guys were just themselves cracked? How many of the best of all time do we have to hear? How many of the best of all time do we have to hear say the best characters are you cracked up to 100? Correct. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Mick Foley, whether it's Stone Cold, whether it's The Rock, like Jericho, all these guys that say it. And some for some reason, the WWE business model is we're going to do not that. Like, what is the thinking behind this? So, I, I don't know what the thinking is, and Kevin can probably speak to that better than I, but my fear is, with all of this, if that's what AEW is going to be, well, then it can go horribly wrong with a lot of guys that don't know what they're doing just yet. If half of their show is whoever was in that battle royal, or whoever was in the first three to five matches or so on Double or Nothing, the unknown guys, or the little-known guys, if you have a... I'm just using Jungle Boy because he came out in my head. No, no disrespect to him. I he's, like Jungle Boy. He, he's a fun little character, but I, nobody's really seen him. No, that can all go but that, horribly that's, wrong. That's the point of AEW. But yeah, and, and that's, that's the, fine. He but it can all go horribly wrong, though, if you give somebody that's unexperienced that much leeway in but, whether it's matches or promos or whatever. You know what I know goes horribly wrong? Having Apollo Crews go out there smiling. Like, that's okay, true, too. Yeah, hey, everybody, happy to be here. And he's just not over. At least the boys now will have... No, look, here's the thing. The right to fail on their own. Guys guys that they know that they can, that can go out and do it are going to be the ones that are allowed to go out and do it. Sure. Jungle Boy's probably not one of them. Right, and it just there, the name that popped in There's going to be an upper echelon at AEW. Absolutely. You're going to see that. Your Kenny Omegas, your Young Bucks, the guys who you think, Cody, MJF to a certain extent, the you know the guys that you think are the ones... Are the ones. Yeah, and Kai and Ty didn't have as much leeway as Stone Cold during the Vince Russo. Sure, correct. Like, you know, it's just, sure, they probably were allowed to come up with ideas and they pitched a bunch of ideas and some of them may, may be even used, but I doubt, you know, uh, Takamishinoku is going out there cutting an Austin <laughs> 316 promo at any point. They're telling him what he's doing. Kai and Ty was great. Oh, yeah. that's And that's like, that's what makes me so mad about WWE TV is you have all this time and none of the undercard is over. 
None of it. Yeah. Like, literally, there's, what, six guys who are top guys, and uh, Drew McIntyre's already fading. Mm-hmm. Like, And they didn't even strap the rocket to his back yet. It's just like, well, we didn't really do anything with him for two months because we didn't know what was up, and now Jinder Mahal was the hottest just, thing this time two oh years ago. Oh, my God, Jinder Mahal. I wanted to believe in that so and much. And now he's wrestling on a golf cart. Yeah, now I... Why was he in his gear on the golf course? That I'm actually I can I can logic that away in my mind. Like Say, I, he's I, ready to go. If he, I'm coming to tee, if I'm coming to tee off on on hole number five, I'm not going to see some big Indian dude in his tights and no, boots. In my mind, true. In right. my mind, he's trying to catch our truth off guard, and he wants that title, so he's ready to go. So he's in his wrestling gear. So he is can't stalking, do that in jeans. So he is stalking truth. No, this, is, did this gives him an advantage. Right. <laughs> he's in his gear, but Ambrose wrestles in jeans all the time. I know. I know. <laughs> so I know. Mahal is in his gear, ready to go, and as soon as he sees our truth that is most vulnerable, wherever it is, I actually don't have a problem with this. No, it's, I didn't have a problem. It's it was stupid funny. and silly, but that's what it was going to be for the But I like that ultimate idea of, of like, it could be anywhere. Oh, they're just, just chilling on a golf course, sitting in the bar. Him. You have to have a ref with you, so it has to be premeditated. Yeah. So my I'd like I want to see someone like kidnap a referee like Kevin Keenan come out of retirement like hey, if they <laughs> want to pay me Jinder Mahal dragging you around place to place just waiting to run into somebody let's call Matt Hardy stalking out every stalking out every Waffle House oh Waffle House is great uh, that's and that's I wanted to mention Waffle House in this next question Kev. We've heard all these complaints from Moxley now and everything, mm-hmm. and like my biggest takeaway from these interviews was, man, the stuff we talk about is true. It is Vince. Yeah. It is this process that stifles the wrestlers, the guys who really do feel themselves to be performance artists, don't get the chance to do it. Uh- yeah, when you're at Waffle House at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and the guys are just sitting there shooting the shit, booking the territory, mm-hmm. are these the complaints? Is this the consensus? Yeah. Yeah, because... Is this what everyone wants? Like, look, not for nothing, Dean Ambrose is a two-time failed WWE champion, and it's not his fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... It's such a... It's crazy, because Vince doesn't understand... He doesn't understand the world. He understands his his bubble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the bubble's so, it's like, so thick now. No matter how many people are are telling him, you know, Hunter's hip to what's going on. He mm-hmm. understands. He's... Well, that's why NXT is the best product WWE has right now. And he doesn't even listen to him. You know, I was speaking to I was speaking to somebody last week, last Saturday, and we were having a whole conversation about this whole thing, somebody within the company. And I said to them, I'm like, well, for me, the the writers need to the writers need to get cleaned house. Like they they just need to start over. You know, maybe Vince needs to go back to to booking the the shows at by his pool. You know, maybe just him and Bruce Pritchard. I don't, I don't know, but the writers need to go. And his answer was awesome. I never thought of it like this. He goes, the writers aren't the issue. He goes, they really aren't the problem. He goes, the writers are the catalysts, yeah. of course, but the end-all, be-all, and the final say is the old man. And that's... And, uh, he, and, and he didn't say this, but I'm saying this. He is the problem. Yeah, and that's... I've spoken to some people in the company as well who reiterate that thought. Like, we could have the best idea in the world. When you go in there with 10 things and Vince hates all of them, mm-hmm. you start writing for Vince, not writing for making good television. Right. You start writing for Vince. And you think and the guy... that's what happens. And yeah. you think the guy who has the longest running weekly episodic television show in the history of television <laughs> would by now... At one point he knew how to write good TV. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's done it before. I I don't understand where the wheels fell off. I, and and yeah. I I, I kind of he's, he's an old man. I kind of agree with Ambrose <laughs> in the sense of around me, and I don't know when it was because it was already in place when I got there. This two th- you know two thousand one two thousand two this structure that he began to you know he being Vince began to surround himself with these writers and these teams and all this other stuff. It worked for a while, but when it, when things start to fade off, man, you really got to change with the times, not. Not dig yourself a deeper hole, and the emergence of, of AEW should, even though even though nothing's ever going to happen to Vince's business, he's always going to be there. The fact that fans are decl- or ratings and and not for nothing, live events and everything else are declining at a rapid pace. Ba- uh, rapid pace, and here comes this new company for the first time, and whether they were charging fifty dollars for a pay per view or a stream or not, they got a hundred thousand buys. On on pay per view, which is going to make it the uh, the single most bought non WWE pay per view in pay per view history, that's pretty eye opening. Really, yeah. and it should be pretty eye opening to the company. Okay, I that's, don't know if I it, didn't realize it was that good. That's I don't know. Awesome. I don't know if it is. I don't. Or I, I don't know if it's eye opening to the company. I don't know if it's eye opening to Vince. It's not going to be eye opening to Vince. It's but been the people told to, around him. It's are been gonna... told to me that people in WWE just kind of push AEW to the side, it is what it is, but there's other people who sell but, for it too. And that's, you could say the same thing about WCW, like, they have Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, and WWE's like, yeah, whatever. And oh, they, were, only, they weren't whatever in, the, in, but, in, in 97, 98. And then 96, 97 happened when they get Hall and Nash, and it really starts to change. But that's the thing is, none of this is new. But with Ambrose being the first defector... You know, at some point, you have Vince has to go. Son of a bitch! Like technically second, but we're going to here. Who's the first? Perfect ten, man. Wow. Well, <laughs> but that's <laughs> the. But he, he, he I, didn't I'm make aware. a split. Yes, he, he, he didn't. He Here's didn't a guy that WWE wanted in Ambrose. It's, right. If they had it their way, he'd still be on their TV I love in the a top fact, five spot. I Correct. love the fact that he looked at the chairman and goes, I don't care how many zeros you put in that piece of paper. That was, I'm gone either way. That was my favorite part. Like, when, that's great. When he yeah. says he has to sit there and talk, have the conversation with himself, what if they offer me? Like It's not going to be $10 million. Obviously, that's nonsense money. <laughs> I mean, at but, that point, yeah, you, you, know, like, you don't know. Are they, what if they offer me some absurd amount of money and he just goes... No, what am I going to do with ten million bucks? Like my, yeah. Like he's also a crazy person because I would oh, do yeah. literally anything for ten million dollars. Pretty much. But well, I mean, like he says, his his truck's paid, his yeah. his house is paid. He's got money in the bank. This is for him now, and I agree with him. You know, I saw a comment on the way in here from Dustin Rhodes. Go, you know, being in WWE was like a prison, and now I'm free. Dude, you were you were there for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah and you went back a bunch of times and had the chance to it's, leave it's and prison? stay left. Uh, find me a prison that give that 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 made him the the career I, and the money that you know that it did. I, put me in jail any day. I will say there's different ways of looking at it. Yes, it is a great way to make a living, and Ambrose absolutely acknowledged that multiple times. Like no matter what I'm living, in his my dream, six years he became a multimillionaire. Yeah, it, and it, it, like he's like, and no matter what, I lived my dream. I li- I got yeah. the WWE title. I got to do all those things I always wanted to do. But I can see, especially from someone like Dustin, who is. Uh, one of the more creative minds, somebody who feels as if it is artistically a prison. Well, Dustin's just going off the rails anyway. He made a comment after uh, Double or Nothing that uh, Vince better watch his ass. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Okay. Like, 
Like, I understand adrenaline's running and stuff like that, but we've, Vince doesn't have to watch anything. We've talked about this before. Come on. Is WWE going to go under like the threat was no. in no. the 90s? No. That's not going to That's happen. That's not a thing. But I can see business getting spread so thin where they do start to feel it a little. Sure. When, when the XF, they're, al- they're already starting to feel when it. When the XFL fails, when these TV ratings are equal to some new upstart that no one's even seen before. What was that minor league football team that had like three weeks and went out of business? <laughs> the AA. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. I li- listen. I think there is room for some sort of football outside of the NFL. I don't think Vince McMahon's going to be able to do it. No. But, this but is what it might give us is a gift of Triple H in WWE. Because <laughs> there's no way in hell he's doing both. I wonder, like, if he is, if the prize is going to get this worse. Bubble. We talk about this bubble, and yes, Hunter is definitely more savvy in terms of the current day what the fan wants. But is he so ingrained in the bubble that things would ever change if he were to take over? No. No, Hunter, he's very into pop culture and knows what's going on. He, you know, he knows what, what Twitter and social media and all that stuff is. I don't know if Vince actually does. Because I, but that's the thing. I go back to all the stories I heard leading up to eventually Hall and Nash leaving to go form the NWO and WCW. We hear about the click sitting down with Vince McMahon, making him come to a house show, and they go to a hotel lobby and sit down and talk out. Hey, man, we need more realistic characters. We need this. We need that. Is and this when the click went on strike? It might not have been a strike, but it was. Yeah, I think it's when the click went on strike. Like they weren't going. To, they weren't going to the next building unless Vince flew. That's yes. wherever. Him they and Pat, had to come meet him. Him and Pat. He fl- had to come meet them. Him yeah. and Pat flew to Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah. You got to hear Nash tell the story. It's a great story. Maybe we'll, hopefully we can get Nash on one oh day. Oh my god! You got to hear it coming from him. He's, and that's he. he his, his version of it's great. Now, we're talking about, this is 94, 95 when this happens. 95, are, I think. Yeah, 95. They're sitting down with Vince McMahon telling him then, hey, we need, you know, they're basically pitching the Attitude Era to him. And then two of them leave and go form the NWO, and the two that are left form freaking DX. And we get what we get in terms of the best period in wrestling history. Absolutely. How is it that, what are we, 25 years later... We're having this same conversation, but it also gives me hope because it took a challenge last time for Vince to open his eyes. Oh, it's an ego thing because look at what he built. I I get it. Who's going to tell him what's good and what's bad? I built this. I don't, and I don't think his ego is that big, you know, but it it could be. But who's going to tell a billionaire seriously what's good for business and what's not? You mentioned uh, Dustin's comments after the show. What about Jericho's? What what did Jericho uh, say? Jericho's were just as off the rail as well. Um, that their AEW now is a legit contender. Which, <sighs> uh, that's a little premature. I would... They are a legit contender for... I am looking forward to seeing how big this audience actually... How sure. big... You know the audience that... Us, the Smarks. Well, it's only this many people, and only this many people have the network. Only this many people watch NXT. Only this many people know that Cody Rhodes is you know any good at all. I want to know how big this audience actually is, and we're going to find out. It'll grow, and it'll get into the mainstream eventually, but I'm looking forward to the original TV ratings to see how much of WWE's, well, we cater to everybody, pal. It's not just the 19-year-old smarks. Like, all right, let's see how many of this mainstream exists in 2019. We're already finding out, in a sense, because uh, Double or Nothing sold out, 100,000 buys on pay-per-view. All out's going to sell out. 
and probably yeah. do the same around the same numbers. But I always wonder, like, how many, like, they're in different places, but how many of the same people are going to all those shows? That's a I fair think point. it's a good number, but I don't, I th- don't know. I don't. Think it's I'm not a hundred thousand. Yeah, I'm anything, looking forward but, to finding out right. if everybody who was at All In is the exact same people who were at MGM Grand for Double or Nothing. Who are going to be the exact same people at? I want to know. Yeah, and we're going to find out based yeah. on their TV ratings. Well, t- I mean, yeah, only people who have the the rating gimmick boxes, right? Well, yeah, but it's a and, and, it's a and, sample, and, and, and that's know? a fraction of the audience. It's a it's a fra- it's a bad sample, but it's the only sampling we get, and we're gonna find out. Okay, if it's there's this- other way there's other ways to to view this thing anymore. Like just judging by Twitter, are they are they trending? Yeah, you know, oh, how absolutely. many how many how many followers? Facebook, what are they like? What's their what's their social footprint? You know what I mean? It's there's there's different ways to gauge this thing, and they're not just as. Uh, attendance and uh, television ratings. So uh, I want to now, since we're talking about this potential, it's not, I mean, this is not a Monday Night War or anything right away. And it never I, will be. And I, No. Uh, it never will well, be. If the ratings are the same, it is. If they're pulling the same audience, it's a war. If they're, if they're pulling the same audience, that is what's going to wake Vince up. Like, say they get two million opening night. That's going to wake the boss up. Okay. But... Now, I know your thoughts on this, and I just want to bring it up because it's hilarious. A former employer of mine, Vince Russo, <laughs> has a theory. That Hold on, time out. Former employer I of worked. I, I wrote for his blog for a little bit. That sucks. It was, yeah, it was very... It this was, guy's an absolute moron. He has a theory. I love this theory. It's it, my favorite thing out there. This AEW, WWE thing is a work, and they are in cahoots, and Vince McMahon is funding the whole thing, where's, a la where's ECW. Spike? Is Spike here? This needs to be on... Uh, Art of, Art of the Take Pod. This is a ridiculous, ridiculous oh, song. Fantastic. Russo is very much the guy who just says Skip Bayless stuff just to get Twitter up in arms. He is that guy. And, ever, and all the dumb people fell for it, too, because the WWE is a publicly traded company. They were funneling money anywhere to any other company or any other thing. You have to, de- uh, you have disclose to declare it. that. That would be yeah. an SEC violation. To, to your investors, we would have already known that. One billionaire over here does not that's need another billionaire over here. The 19, like that's a, yeah, the, 1990, the 1996 landscape of being able to write Paul Heyman checks whenever he needs them that's not is not anymore. quite that's the same yeah, in, that 2019. Ended in 2019. Yeah, when they went But they public. could be advising each other. I would not be surprised wink, wink, nudge, nudge if there's type of some thing. sort of communication, not some back channel communications. Nope. But a business deal of sorts? No. Jericho just no. burnt the bridge with WWE. He'll be back. He, I mean, at some point. He'll be in the but WWE Hall of Fame. He's sitting there trashing the company that, that made him his fortune. So and he'll be like, back. That's the yeah, best part. Every single course, guy all ever back. has come back. But at the back. same time, they the only person, Macho and Punk. The and only Punk's person I believe that's not going to come back in this new thing is Ambrose. CM Punk will be back. I can't wait for it. Oh, my God. I, I just want to see him wrestle again. I just miss the guy. I, I just wait. loved watching him wrestle. I, he was so good. I loved all his exes so more than watching wrestling. him wrestle, truthfully. Like, <laughs> I just loved watching him wrestle. He was a very good wrestler. And there's, yeah, I don't know. He was all right. <laughs> he messed some stuff up sometimes, but it was fun. Yeah, he was all right. He could have a great match with anybody. Have a, well, I don't know if he could have a great match with Turtle. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I will drop an elbow on CM Punk. He had Undertaker's last great match. Yeah, what year was that? That was the year he got all pissed off that he wasn't in the main event. Yeah. That was like the final. That was like the year. That was the year before he walked up to out. his final year. Yeah, that was 
Mania before the Rumble, and then he walked out he, before his the, last before night the next was that Mania. Rumble, yeah. Yeah, 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 the Rumble following that Mania. That was one yeah. in Philadelphia, right? <sighs> no, the one his last one was in Pittsburgh when the crowd turned on uh, Batista. Was Punk's last night? Uh, oh, okay. I thought the was, year I thought it was the Philly. same one where Philly turned on Roman Reigns. That was the year. The after. year after. Yeah. All right. Uh, just uh, yeah, the the AEW was WWE that was great, by the in way. cahoots thing. It's it's fun. Had to bring Twitter the rock nonsense. out. To hopefully, he get yeah. not booed, and he still they got still booed. booed him. Yeah. Well, it was the know. first and only time I've ever booed the Rock. It was great. <laughs> That's all. Get your ass out of here. And that didn't wake Vince up at the time? Yeah. Yeah, The Rock got booed. Are you kidding me? The Rock got booed. Philadelphia (laughs) booed The Rock. In one of the towns that you always, like Bruce Pritchard says on his show all the time, it's not New York, but it's one of the towns we listen to and go, okay, this is what the audience thinks. Like this is one of like the ten towns that made the Rock yeah. who he is, yep. and we booed him out oh of the Wells Fargo Center. I was Center. literally on the floor for that show, and it was a deafening boo. It and wasn't just a like. It was one of the Whoa. worst reactions I've ever heard to it, anything, and it didn't yeah. wake the boss up. No, it was no. We're gonna double down on this. That yeah. music came on. And not one person cheered. All right, so it's great. Real quick, uh, Takeover Twenty Five reactions. Who saw the show? It was pretty darn good. It was good. Um. Man, NXT is good, man. NXT is a great product. I love NXT. I just don't, man. There's just something about. I I love. I think Johnny Gargano is great. I think Adam Cole is great. That match was like fifty percent awesome and fifty percent everything that annoys me about modern wrestling. I think WWE should leave AEW alone. But if they really, really wanted to mess around with AEW, they would ramp up the NXT brand. Yes, and start running pay per views or takeovers against. Against AEW yeah, pay-per-views. Because this because was the first standalone, and it gonna, did fine. You're going to charge somebody $50 to watch it, or you're going to watch 10. watch this on the network? Yep. Like So if they re- if they really wanted to play around, they could. If they really wanted to hurt them, they could. I think they should stay away, because... Uh, you're poking the bear? Well, yeah. I mean, you, now, now, it's just, now it's just to see who has the bigger rod, right? Because yeah. you have one billionaire here and one billionaire here, and let's just see who, let's just see who has the bigger bank account. And there's one... Uh, like I said, and not for nothing, Tony the, Khan has the, the Dustin. Bank account. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sure. The Dustin and Jericho comments are, you know, I think it's more just playing to your audience because the audience, the real diehard people who are already all in, you know, pun intended, uh, on uh, AEW, want to hear we're going to war. Like, no, yeah. Tony Khan knows that that's nonsense to say we're going to try to take down WWE Correct, right away. As he should. But He's a smart businessman. The man. people who are all about, oh, the Young Bucks are the best thing in wrestling and Jim Cornette can kill himself. Like, those people want to hear we're going to w- yeah. war with WWE. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen right away, but I see, I, in terms of successful business, no. In terms of TV ratings and the audience, it can happen. Vince needs to understand that he was at his best when he had competition. Yeah. And if he if he just lets this go and lets this be what it is and let, the, let somebody try to test him a bit and force him to become a better product, the industry is better for it overall. Definitely. Vince's problem is, is Vince doesn't see himself as wrestling. No. And that's... AEW sees themselves as wrestling and that's yeah. fine. Vince sees himself as this own industry that he created called sports entertainment, and and he's sports the, entertainment enthusiasts. Come check this out. And he's, oh my god! And he, and he's the king of that mountain. However, at some point, he he's got to realize the mass exodus that people are looking for for an alternative. 
And, and that's speaking. I just want to go back to Takeover real quick. Again, I re- I enjoyed the show. The main event just fifty percent great, fifty percent annoying. Tyler Breeze, Velveteen Dream. I, it it blows my mind that they can't make these two stars. Uh, yeah. I just well, Velveteen Dream just hasn't been given a shot. Yeah, Velveteen yet. Dream hasn't will. been given a shot. But in I terms personally, of like, I personally voted for him to end Kurt Angle's career. At WrestleMania. Uh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, in terms of just. Guys working their characters to put on a match. I enjoyed Dream and Breeze far more than Gargano and Cole. Uh, and Gargano yeah. and Cole was fine. There's just some little stuff in there that just it's everything that annoys me about modern wrestling. Uh, anyone gonna watch Super Showdown? I mean, I'll be here tomorrow, so no. <laughs> That's the Saudi Arabia one. Yeah. Jeddah. We're not allowed to say Saudi Arabia. No one's gonna Google Jeddah and then find out it's in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I thought it was like I thought it was a town that began with an R. <sighs> No, this one's know. in Jeddah, I oh, think. God, they just—it's. You're not. You're not super pumped for old ass Goldberg to face old ass Undertaker oh again. Oh my God! No. I saw that on. I I literally I watched Raw on mute last night and saw the Undertaker, and I was just like, "Why are we still doing this? Uh, it's, it's killing my favorite uh, character of all time. It's I, I destroying agree. him. I agree. It's just. I wish he would just di- disappear and never Seeing come back. The dead man, quote unquote, literally look like he's dying in yeah. the ring. He looks so. He, he looks like he's as old as Vince. Yeah, the way he looks all sunken and like he looks well, as old as Vince. His chest is caving in. Yeah. his hair is all gone. Like I just don't want to see this. Come back as the, the fucking American. Come back as the American badass, please. Just don't come back. No, don't come back. Well, just if, go yes. away. It's fine. Oh, I got a little news for you guys. Oh, let's hear it. I forgot. Leo Rush blocked me on Twitter. Oh, so so much for the is Kevin block segment or not. I was I, I was so, well. Is we, this because we accident he he listened to the show we were, that we, we were, accidentally we were tweeted for a couple Bank. weeks ago? Um, By the way, she's rediscovered herself. If you saw her recent Instagram post, yeah, great. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He, I don't know. Mercedes is back for her. MCW anyway, MCW posted something on Twitter and like they quoted Leah Rush, so I couldn't see the tweet and I was like, oh, is this it? And then I clicked on the thing. It said you have been blocked from viewing these posts. And I was like, yes. Success. Leo Rush sucks. Is he fired? No, he's still still under contract. He's going back to NXT from what the dirt sheets have been saying. All right. It's a shame because the dude's a good performer. He just... Great performer. Man. Great performer. Just has no... His best asset in the ring is his worst asset outside the ring. He doesn't shut the hell up. Yeah, he just has no idea idea how to do business. That's a... Man, it's crazy how many people asshole themselves out of this business. Like, yeah, you could have made it. Sure. Yeah, you'd be one of our better light heavyweights, but... Yeah, you're going back to NXT. Yeah, One thing that bothered me about AEW, I want to ask you both it, the post-match scrums bothered the hell out of me. What do you mean? Like, they interviewed them both all post-match. Like, media were around, almost as if you were talking to Doug Peterson. Yeah, oh, I, I like that. Dave Kapler. I like that. I, like I that. find that... It's insanely a, stupid. It's a different approach. Different. Yeah, I like any because we always hear you know anyone. Oh, you find that stupid when, when, or... when we get media credentialed for it? Yes. You can stay home then. <laughs> yeah, like when you talk about Bischoff or anybody who was running against WWE back in the day, the idea was do it differently. Yeah, whatever they're doing, we're if they're doing A, we're doing B. I like the idea of any sort of different presentation. I like the six sided ring in TNA. I didn't, I didn't mind like, that. All right, that's different. It's they have a four sided ring. We have six. Hunter like, does a Hunter does a post post takeover media conference call. Like it doesn't. Yeah, he there, does. The, but there's a difference. And listen, I'm not crapping on the sport of entertainment of WWE of AEW of wrestling but if you're going to have legitimate reporters not like WWE star reporters legitimate reporters, reporters. well they are they're, legitimate reporters hey so uh, why did you take the loss in this match tonight 
People know what this is, man. It's not. They're not asking about wins and losses. They know what this is. Well, per, per AEW, wins and losses matter. Okay, but that's how but they're going to. Pre- they're going to tell stories that's how they're via gonna wins I, and I hope so. That's how they're going to present it on their television show. As far as media, like, it's fine. It's just it's a different way of doing it. It's sure. fine. You know, you you get the you get Tony Khan who's willing to do media. You don't get Vince McMahon doing it. You get, the, you get Tony get, Khan is fine. That the, was one of Wade Keller's big things. He was like, it was so nice yeah. having, like, being spoken to by, you know, a wrestling promoter as if he is just another human being as well. And that that's I an untouchable deity. Like, right, well, then do you like it or do you not? No, like, you I, I can't have it both I don't ways. need a post-match scrum talking about how the guys lost a match of a predetermined thing. Who, I don't what, mind. Find me the interview that they did that. Every single one, no, essentially. No one, no one came up to Cody Rhodes and said, oh, that was a great win. That, that didn't happen. It is. It essentially did. No, it why. didn't. Yes, it did. They asked him about. They asked all these guys about the events, events that led up to it. What's going to happen after? Talk to us about the business. The you know that's what happened. These people, the people that they credential for, know the, what the wrestling business is. Fine. And if it evolves to that, I took a whole different meaning from it. it but what I did like is their two tunneled entrance ramp, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Very old Impact TNA. Yeah, um, I'm trying. I think Lucha Underground did something like that. Like you could come out, like the heels came out of one side and faces out of another. Something it was a like very that. Very cool setup. Just, I just enjoy, and no matter what, Ambrose still comes out of the crowd. Well, sure. <laughs> Two entrances, cool. he comes from the crowd. Oh, he's. I I am real excited to see where this goes. And I love that nobody knew he was there. Yeah, I like that. Even they, Jr. said he had no clue. They, Jr. said that he was not clued in on that. Yeah, they didn't tell anybody unless uh, the, except for the people involved. I very um, much like Jr. I think he did a fine job. The entire time i think it's, it's a bit over his time but that's beside the point his reaction there was classic jr hearing him in new japan i was like "Ooh, i'm all good on jr but yeah. it's it's nice to hear him kind of back in his uh back in his element but right there that moxley yeah. thing was classic jr yeah. the oh my god like yeah. that was great but it, i'm real excited to see where aew goes and i'm just excited to think that this could be like the precipice of the business changing. I don't need WWE to be taken down. I no, need WWE. And they never to, will. I need WWE to become good again. Like I'm wearing a World Wrestling Entertainment shirt right now. Yeah. I am a wrestling fan. I want the thing I spend all this time talking about and doing to and be money. good. Yeah, and money and all this. And I think this is the best chance. I think AEW could change the business. And Ambrose, it's another thing he talked about was. Man, I could have gone full indie. I could have done whatever. I could have. I could have had any sort of deal I wanted out there. And then I started talking to Cody and the Bucks about what it's going to be, and I was like, "Chance to change the business." It's done. Very, it's very simple, guys. AEW doesn't have to be uh, better. They just have to be different. And so far, so good. Uh, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna be a lot more about AEW as this goes in because honestly, it's painful watching WWE it's right now. Very painful. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with AEW, and I think this show could evolve into uh, <laughs> AEW centric at some point. We're gonna definitely see. Yeah, we will absolutely see. But that's it for this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Leave us those good Please. reviews. Give us those five stars. Pretend we're in the Tokyo Dome. Have a great week, everybody. 